0: Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, guys, Jennifer LeClaire here, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer global movement. We've got a church in South Florida. Come visit 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. our meeting time. You can watch the a.m. service only at ahop.online, and uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's good. We've got good stuff going on there. We like to laugh. We like to be practical in the first service. So come on in. Second service a little different. Two different worship experiences, two different worship teams, two different messages every Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network. If you're part of the Ignite Network, shout out, amen, ignitenow.org. We are a company of prophetic believers contending together to grow, learn, judge words, interpret dreams. Go see about that for yourself at Ignite now.org including the company of sears i'm also the author of this brand new book it's a hot hot topic i can't believe nobody's ever written it people have dealt with witchcraft in the church um but this ascends in a way it's prophetic witchcraft and it's 200 203 pages and uh it's it's i think i do believe honestly this is one of the most important, if not the most important book I've ever written yet. I've written many books. I've written 50 books. So that's not that's 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 saying something. Uh, it, it definitely is the most important book um, that I've written in the last several years. Um, uh, this was an important book as well. See Your Dimensions. This was an important book. Uh, Revival Hubs Rising. This was an important book. I mean, I, I think they've all, they've all been important in their time. Uh, but, you know, it's just something about the timing of God because I had an encounter um, four years ago and the Lord showed me that if we didn't get some of this stuff straightened out, the false prophets were going to start rising rapidly. And here we are, we got a year left and it dawned on me this morning on the morning prayer broadcast uh, that this here, I mean, is coming in at the four year mark. Maybe it'll make a difference. I hope it does. I hope your eyes open. Um, But I want to share with you uh, from an open letter that I wrote uh, this week. If you know what an open letter is, an open letter is just like when you're not addressing you, you can't get to the person like personally, so you write an open letter. Uh, people have written open letters to Donald Trump. People have written letter open letters to certain, certain actors, and people have written open letters to Justin Bieber uh, because they're trying to get his attention. That's the point, and they don't have a way to get the letter to him personally. So I can't possibly uh, send a letter, send this letter, uh, to every false prophet, to every wolf in sheep's clothing. I can't possibly. Uh, Send this letter out to everyone because I don't know who they are. They're all over the world Now, let me just say this. There's more true prophets than false prophets There's a lot more good guys than bad guys, but there's a lot of bad guys out there And let me say something to you. They really are in sheep's clothing. They really are in sheep's clothing They're slick. Uh, they're 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 so concerned for you Uh, They check on you every day about 10 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, or 10 o'clock at night or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's a pattern. Uh, They establish it. They're concerned about you. Then they're concerned about your family. It's not enough to prophesy over you. They got to prophesy over your brother they've never met. And so these things are real and they're happening and it's all to form a soul tie with you. But let me, let me not digress. I just came out of my, my taping for the, uh, for the discerning prophetic witchcraft webinar and I'm wound up and that's good for you let me read this letter. You can find this article, by the way, you can go read it. You can go share the whole thing. You want to just read it again later at 365prophetic.com. That is my, uh, my magazine, one of my online magazines, 365prophetic.com. Here is the open letter. Are you ready? Dear wolves in sheep's clothing, dear wolves in sheep's clothing, A growing number of people in the body of Christ see you. The Holy Spirit is opening our eyes to your prophetic witchcraft and the motive behind it. We have our eyes on you, and we won't fall for your slick brand of deception anymore. You may have fooled us time and time again, but you will not fool us one more time. Jesus not only warned us that you are ferocious wolves in disguise— he also warned us of your tactics we know that you don't enter the sheepfold by the door you aren't welcomed in so you find some other way to steal kill and destroy you use manipulation and flattery you use hurts the hurts wounds and desires insecurities and other soulless issues against us you use our spiritual hunger and even our lack of discipline against us Jesus put it this way. In John 10 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the sheepfold, enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. I like how the Passion Translation says it. Listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate, reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. If that's not clear enough, consider the message rendition. Let me set this before you as plainly as I can, Scripture says. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen, instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. He's a sheep rustler. Wolves in sheep clothing, you are exposed. As they say in Nicaragua, an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. You couldn't build your own ministry, so you had to seduce personnel from successful ministry leaders, but you will fail anyway. You couldn't build your own platform, so you had to weasel your way onto someone else's and prophesy to their followers until they followed you. You couldn't write your own book, so you had to plagiarize from another author's. You couldn't get a pure word from the Lord, so you had to recycle someone else's. I see you. Wolves in sheep clothing, you are exposed. You aren't willing to pay the price for the anointing, so you operate in hype. You aren't willing to sacrifice the time in, in prayer it takes to receive prophetic revelation, so you fake it. And you think you made it, but you will soon fall headlong into the snare you set for your victims. You didn't study to show yourself approved, so you twist the word for your own purposes. I see you. Wolves in sheep's clothing, Jesus has sent us out in your midst, and we are wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We are shrewd to your sinister sabotage. We are cautious and discerning. To your ravenous ways. We are crafty against your wily witchcraft. We are prudent against your false prophetic power because we see you. Wolves in sheep's clothing, your days are numbered. Although you may still be fooling some, you aren't fooling me. And I'm raising up an army of uncompromising believers who will not violate the Bible to make a greenback. I am raising up a dis- an army of discerning saints. Who will not sow greenbacks into your false prophetic ministry? I'm vowing to equip the bride so she doesn't get in bed with a wolf. I see you. Wolves in sheep's clothing, repent now. Because if you don't, you'll soon hear Jesus say these words from Matthew 7, 21 through 24. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven, many will say to me in that day lord lord have we not prophesied in your name cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name and i will declare to them i never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness wolves in sheep's clothing i see you we see you most importantly god sees you you aren't getting away with it there's a price to pay for deceiving god's people Wolves in sheep's clothing, I'm praying for you. There's a better way. There's always time to repent. God is giving you a space to repent. Please take it. Please, please take it. Please take it. Please take it. it. False prophets, wolves in sheep's clothing, maybe you learned these tactics from someone who raised you up in ministry. Maybe this is the only way that you know. Maybe this is what was modeled to you, but it's wrong. False prophets, wolves in sheep's clothing. Maybe you are desperate for money and you can't find any other way, but God is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. You don't have to do this to people. You don't have to do it. You can stop. You can repent. God loves you and he will bring you out of the mess that you're in if you will turn to him. But the alternative is very, very scary wolves in sheep's clothing, I'm beseeching you by the mercies of God to stop your wicked ways because eternity is a long, long time. This is not becoming. This is not helpful. This is not right. And it's not just. And you reap what you sow. So I break the deception right now off the minds of false prophets who started out pure. I break that deception off your minds, those hurts and those wounds. God, I ask you to heal them from the inside out, whatever it is that is motivating them to be less than honest in their ministry, to be flat out deceitful in their ministry. God, I ask you in the name of Jesus to touch their hearts and their lives because you love them and you died for them. You didn't die so they could fleece the sheep. You died so they could edify the sheep and build your church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That last part wasn't in the written letter. The last part wasn't in the written letter. It was just from my heart. You know, these are people too, these false prophets. Some of them have families. And guess what? They're good dads. Some of these have, you know, marketplace jobs and they excel in business. Some of these, you know, they were abused in the prophetic and they learned wrong. You know, God hates what they're doing, but he still loves the person. Unfortunately, you do have to be bold and brash with the false prophets because they are bold and brash with the people. I mean, uh, what kind of boldness does it take to tell somebody to mortgage their house to support the ministry? Yeah, things like that happen, guys. Things like that happen. I haven't even told all the stories I have. You couldn't fit them all in a book, but I'm sure you have those kind of stories too. But we have to remember, you know, God loves, um, God hates what's evil and he loves what's good. And these false prophets, they're people, and we want to see them delivered. But sometimes it takes broadcasts like this where I'm really brash and bold uh, to get them to maybe, maybe get so mad that they keep listening. And maybe, maybe something that I wrote will prick their heart. And maybe, maybe they'll see that they've been deceived and that, you know, they can turn. Some of these false prophets, they just, man, they just they just went wayward somewhere. Some of them are just immature. Some of them are presumptuous, but people really do make up dreams just to get you to click on Facebook. I mean, it's a real issue. It's a real issue. It's a real issue. It is a real issue. It's a real issue. I've written a whole book about this. The letter's not in the books called discerning prophetic witchcraft. I'm grieved for the false prophets. I've, I've had uh, um, people close to me that I've seen go off I, I literally have had people close to me that that started off fine. They started off good, but because of a hurt, because of a wound, because of a betrayal, maybe one too many, their heart got hardened and they decided, you know what, I'm going to enter the ministry machine. Did you know there's a ministry machine? Did you know there's a a, a mechanism in ministry that just it wants you to strive to do more and more and more? When? Did, let me just ask you a question. When did preaching the gospel, when did that not become enough? When did being the pastor of a local church not become enough? <laughs> when did we have to start making up dreams to, to, to make ourselves notable? When did we have to start, you know, uh, being slick and trying to raise all this money for projects we don't even, we wouldn't even have? It's false. Why, when, when did it not become enough to preach the gospel? When did it not become enough to preach the gospel? When did it not become enough to, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry? When did it not become enough to, to help people and get them delivered and saved and healed and set free? When did it not become enough? Why do we have to have a ministry machine, especially in America? Why is that acceptable? Why is there so much competition within ministry? Why? I refuse to be involved in it. I, I, I had opportunity to be in that system. I was invited into that system. I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of it. Because that is the first step to false prophethood. So not every false prophet as a false prophet is started out as a false prophet. Some of them started out well, and somehow they went down the wrong road. They were led astray. They were seduced. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the need for money, the need for fame, the need for notoriety, the need for significance, something. But I was taught by my first mentor in the prophetic. I was taught that as a prophet, You must get everything from God. You must depend on God for everything. And I have set my life up that way. Listen, I, you know, I've got some very close friends, but if I didn't, I could get everything I needed from God. You know, I, 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 I just don't play these games. And so if you're a person out there and you, and seriously, I'm being very serious here. You're a person out there and you know, you've gotten to some false practices and you want help being restored. I want you to reach out to me because I don't want to see you go to hell because you're stuck in a ministry machine that doesn't give a rip about you. I don't want to see you go to hell because you're manufacturing dreams and manufacturing prophetic words as clickbait. I don't want to see you go to hell. And if you don't stop some of this, it's a very good chance that you'll go so far into that deception that you won't be able to get back and you'll have a reprobate mind. It's probably not too late for you right now. If you're listening to me still, it's probably not too late for you. But there comes a time that God stops striving with man. When you refuse him and refuse him and refuse him, what happens is when you reject his warnings, you allow the spirit of deception and even the spirit of error and even the spirit of heresy to come upon you. And if you're a, if you're a prophet and you've gotten yourself into the machine and you do not know how to get out and you're afraid to leave because you, you don't be able to pay your mortgage, you're afraid to leave because you know, that's your identity. Your identity is all wrapped up in whatever it is that you're afraid to leave because you don't know what you'll do. Then reach out to me and I will help you. I will give you some sound advice because God loves you and he doesn't want you wrapped up in this ministry machine. It's never going to be enough. That's why they call them ravenous wolves. Someone that's ravenous, they can never be satisfied. They can never be satisfied. Reach out for help. I'm not being glib. I'm not, this is not a setup. This is not a trap. I'll keep it confidential. I'll keep it private. If you are a prophet, you've gone that way. And now you're just pumping for greenbacks and you're just prophesying for clicks and likes and shares and notoriety. You need some help. It's like being addicted to a drug. The first step to overcoming the problem is to admit that you have a problem. I didn't plan on coming on Facebook Live and saying this today. This is not part of my letter. I don't have a script. I'm speaking to you from my heart and I'm very concerned about you. And those of you who are in false prophetic ministries, leave, they're not gonna do anything to you. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna curse and release witchcraft at you. And then after about a year, they're not gonna notice you anymore. The first month is gonna be the most intense. Why? I know because I left one. The first month is going to be very intense. The first couple, two, three months, it's going to take you a year to detox to even understand the truth from a lie. But after that year, you're going to be fine. I promise you'll be fine. God's going to restore you. Now, I'm not promising to restore every believer leaving a prophetic church. You can get into our prophetic training. You can join our online campus. I'm specifically calling out to the false prophets. I don't have the bandwidth to personally counsel and mentor all of you, but I would say if you're leaving that kind of a church, where it's a prophetic witchcrafty kind of church, you know, then you're going to want to get some really good teaching that helps renew your mind because your mind has been uh, renewed to lies. I wish you guys would go take this webinar, Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft. As a matter of fact, I wish you'd take the whole series on discerning, uh, uh, what is it called? Developing your spiritual discernment, which is also there. There's going to be 20 teachings in that. Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft. It's number one on Amazon. If you want to take the 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 um, the webinar and and everything at the same time, you get a uh, it it does it does cost money. Takes us money to produce it, uh, but it's next to nothing. I think it's thirty nine dollars, and it could absolutely you know save you. Thought. A lot of you are you know potentially sowing into uh, false ministries, and thirty nine dollars can give you the knowledge you need to set free and go. Oh, that's what I thought, and you'll be free. I'll tell you. It's just not worth it, guys. As you know, eternity is a long time. You know, that's, and we're responsible for what we do here. Did you know that? It just doesn't fly. God loves us. You might get in heaven, but you don't want to go to heaven and find out that you supported a false prophet for 50 years. When you do that, the blood's on your hands. When you share, you like, you you cut and paste, you clip, you 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 give hearts, you give stars on Facebook and Periscope, you do all these things. You are an agent of spreading deception. And the blood is on your hands. Amen. I'm beside myself. i'm I'm really concerned about these people with families and children, and they and they won't be with their families in eternity if they don't repent because of the things they're doing on earth. It's never too late to repent. But once at some point, God gives you over to a reprobate mind, and that's what I'm concerned about. I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yes. Help us, Lord. We are responsible. We have to learn that we are. We have to take responsibility for our mistakes. If you've been doing this, you got to repent. You got to You got to repent. You got to repent. You got to repent. You know, and God will forgive you. Some of you need to listen to the prayer broadcast I've been doing this week. Um, (laughs) I have one theme. Holy Spirit takes over. He's wanting to get you guys set free. It's not about selling a book. I don't need the money. This is my house. Isn't it beautiful? I live in a loft. I'm debt free. That's why I don't have to grub for money. Um, I do have to pay the people who produce the webinars, and I do have to pay the building fees and all that stuff. But um, me personally, I'm, I'm debt free. I don't play these games. Amen? Don't play these games. Share this with somebody right now. Uh, share this with somebody right now. Uh, It might save somebody's life. There could be a false prophet out there or a a prophet that's on the verge of entering the ministry machine um, that they've been trained up that way. This could actually save their life. Could actually save their life. Go over here. Don't pull me into admin, guys. Love me enough not to pull me into admin, please. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find all the information there. It'll be there for you. Amen. God is good all the time. Hit that share button. I think I've said what I came on to say. And I've got other places I need to be and other places I need to go. I hope to do another uh, Facebook Live tomorrow, but I'll be back with you in the morning. Go over there to SchoolTheSpirit.tv. And before you get off this broadcast, would you please share it with somebody? Literally, this could literally save somebody's life. I love you guys. I break the powers of prophetic witchcraft off your mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or sew into Operation Liberation, our missions arm, at jenniferleclair.org/slash missions. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper?